Engaging the power of faith for fulfillment of prophecies. Without faith, no prophecy will ever see the light of day. Faith is not a belief system. Faith is standing on the world, believing the integrity of God who authors the world, the integrity of the content of the world, and expecting to see it come to pass. So it's not a belief system. It's not your darling the way you think. Faith is a spiritual substance. You will know when it comes. The substance of things hope for the evidence of things not seen. Faith is not vague. Faith is not fake. Faith is simply expecting God to do what he says he will do as you align with what he says to do. It gives substance to our expectation, thereby turning into manifestation. May this man be a school of faith indeed for every one of us. The writer scripture here is 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 15. What the Lord said to David, my father, with his mouth, has fulfilled it with his hand. No one can fulfill heaven's agenda without the hand of God. And now do we secure his hand? Who had believed that report? Isaiah 53, verse 1. Let him expect to see the hand of God stretch forth. So faith is the only way to bring the hand of God to bear on any subject matter, including prophecies. You can't see prophecies fulfilled. I can't see prophecies without the hand of God. The reason is simple. It speaks according to his capacity to deliver. <laughs> Not according to our weakness. What are prophecies? Simply, prophecies are the unveiling of God's plan and purpose as it relates to a people or an individual. Prophecy speaks to our present, our future, our posterity, our eternity. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 21 and 22. And if thou say in thy heart, how shall we know the thing which the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not or come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. 
But the prophet has spoken it presumptuously, that shall not be afraid of him. That means everything God speaks comes to pass. All it requires is your faith to secure the hand of God that will bring it to pass. Remember the theme of the month, the focus of the month. Whatever God can do, faith can make happen. And blessed is she that believe it. There shall be a performance of those things which were told you from the Lord. Anything you hear from the Lord is secured for delivery. All it takes is faith to provoke the hand of God to bring it to pass. That shall be an amazing change of stories this year. The kind we have never known before. Scripturally, there are three main sources of prophecies. First, the Bible, which is said to be more, the more sure word of prophecy. As mentioned in that epistle, The Bible is the most reliable prophetic resource bank. Everything God says in there, when he addresses that to you, is yours for the take. Amen. Second Peter 1, 19-21. We have also a more sure word of prophecy we are unto ye take heed, as unto the light that shineth in darkness, until the day dawn and the day star rises in your heart. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. But holy men spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So every word there is certified for delivery. But it requires faith to come to pass. No prophecy will ever see the light of day without faith. The receiving end requires faith to have it come to pass. Without faith, it's not on the way coming. Isaiah 34, verse 16. Seek out of the book of the law and read. None of this shall fail, neither shall anyone turn it. For my mouth has spoken it, and my spirit has gathered them. Very interesting. So when you read something like John 15, 16, you have not chosen me, I have chosen you. God is saying, thus said the Lord, you have not chosen me, I have chosen you. That you should go and bring forth fruit, that of you should abide. And so whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Simply meaning, I will bring you into favor. As to commit to, you know, so winning and so abiding, hmm? you secure my favor. He said, I'm the one telling you, not that somebody told you. That's how he speaks to people from his word. 
And the mouth of people is the king's honor. God is simply saying, don't say the law. My honor is in the mouth of people. And that honors me, I will honor. So as we engage in bringing more people to my kingdom, you secure my honor without sweat. Thus, hear the Lord. And thus, hear the Lord. He that winners was wise, and the wise shall inherit glory. <laughs> Care for shame and reproach. And thus, hear the Lord, seeking for the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek first my kingdom in all righteousness. And all these things that others are dying to get shall be added to you. Simple. Every prophecy of scripture applies to whosoever believes. It's of no private interpretation. It's of no private interpretation. I said in the course of the week, there are no private revelations, no private faith, no private testimonies. Nothing about God and man is private. Everything written in the world applies to whosoever believes. Applies to whosoever believes. Applies to whosoever believes. But faith is not cheap. Faith is hard work, sir. Let us therefore labor. Faith responds to spiritual labor. <laughs> sir, sir. <laughs> faith is no guesswork. Faith is labor. You get down to see my library, someday I will take a picture and put it on the screen. It's a walkthrough library. It's not a shelf. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> when you understand that faith is a profession, you better learn the skill. Hold them fast, the profession of your faith. For faith is that as promised. You know profession. It's not to be a can account, a can account, it's not to be chartered. It's another one to be failed. <laughs> so, you come out as a fresh accountant, practicing accountancy. You grow to be chartered. And then you charter to be failed. <laughs> Hebrews 10, 23. Hold them fast, the profession of your faith, without wavering. It's labor. It's labor. It's labor. You don't build faith wishing. You build faith laboring in the world. Kingdom of double honor. Who are elders among you? But those who labor in world and in doctrine. What labor? No shortcut to building faith. Labor in the world. Many have never read one book on faith in their life. Sir. Never. I'm believing God, I'm believing God. How? How? Where is the anchor of your faith? Where is the anchor of your faith? Any faith not anchored on revelation is fake. The only secure anchor of faith is revelation. Any faith not anchored on revelation of the world is fake and cannot deliver.
In Hebrews chapter 4, and verse 3 to 4. For which we which have believed do enter into rest. As he said, as I have son of Herod, if they shall enter to my rest. Although the works were finished from the foundation of the world, to bring you and I into rest. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest on the seventh day from all his works. Now, verse 5. And this place again, if they shall enter into my rest. Now, saying therefore, it remained that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of their unbelief. Hmm? Verse 7. Again, limited the day in David, today after a long time. It said, Today, if you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Now, if Jesus had given them rest, then will he not have, afterward have spoken of another day? But here is what he said. There remained therefore what? A rest to the people of God. Verse 10. For he that entered into rest, he also assists from his own works as God did from his. So faith launches people into rest. That is, you have committed God by your obedience. And so it takes over. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest. Let's any man fail or fall after the same manner of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful. So we labor in the world to build faith that brings us into rest. Come on now. August 30th, 1980. I was reading this book and I brought it here. Seven things you should know about divine healing. The date is very <laughs> story because that was the Ogunpa flood day. Right? I was in this revelation when Ogunpa flood came. It was announced on the television. He took, himself took my infirmity and bore my sicknesses. So it came on the last page. So all these half reading that people are doing. Last statement. Last statement. Last statement. How do you know you are? Because Matthew 17 said, he himself took my family. Here's how you read two pages and close the book and say, I've read. What have you read? Okay, what have you found? Don't say you have read when you have not found anything. Don't say you have read when you have not found anything. I read all your mature materials to pieces. And I see the result. What you don't know, you don't know. What you won't learn, you can't know. And what you don't know, you suffer for it. Faith comes by hearing and understanding the word of God. Faith doesn't come by prayer. Faith doesn't come by prayer. You pray in the Holy Ghost, so it gives you understanding of the word that abuse faith. Building up your faith, your your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, who will help you assess the world that abuse faith. Uh, 
Faith does not come by prayers. You can't be chattered in a country by a prayer. You read. <laughs> you pray the Holy Ghost to help you understand the reading, but he won't read for you. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, please wake up. Wake up. We are all in a school and we're writing tests to change class. If you don't commit yourself to what is required, you can't change class. It's your turn. The biblical proof of faith is rest. Any sober for you have not rested your faith has not developed to secure the rest. So develop your faith to secure your rest in the world of anxieties, apprehension, despair, despondency. It's your turn. It's your turn. Secondly, we assess prophetic word through personal encounters with God, like in the case of Abraham, Moses, Paul. God just showed up and delivered to you a task. Meaning to say, if you will believe, I will do it through you. You can't do it. But if you believe, I will do it through you. Praise God. Okay. And thirdly, through God sent prophets. God still sent prophets away. He sent me quite a number. I've enjoyed the blessing of God through their ministries as they keep speaking to my life time and again. There were many widows in Israel until now was Elijah sent, but until the widows are past. So he sends prophets. He hasn't changed. There are many lepers in Israel unto none was Elijah, Elijah sent, but unto Naaman, praise God. Uh-huh. So he sends prophets. When you receive the same prophet as a prophet, you assess what they carry for you. And this is what happens. The enemy paints a negative picture of your prophet so you can disconnect from what he carries for you. And then start struggling with life. Amen. <laughs> God still sends prophets the way of his people that are sent to speak into their lives and then um, move them forward. He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet, he shall receive a prophet's reward. But whichever the source, it takes faith to see prophecies fulfilled. It takes faith to see prophecies fulfilled. How powerful are prophecies? Prophecies are God's sworn verdict. By myself have I sworn, as I've thought, so shall it come to pass, and as I've purposed, so shall it stand. Isaiah 14 and verse 24. They are sworn verdicts. God's sworn verdicts. I vow to do this by my integrity. Now he said to Abraham, 
by myself have I sworn that in blessing I will bless you. The blessing is still there. In multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as son of the seashore, and the seashore possess the gifts of the enemy. Spoken several years ago. Swarm blessings. They are irrevocable. No force in hell can revoke it. Our powerful prophecies, God speaks according to what he can do and will do as we believe. What he can do and will do as we believe. Luke 1, 34 and 25. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this thing be, saying I know no man? And the angel said, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And be it unto me according to thy word, was what she said. And God came true. He speaks according to what he can do. And we saw Jesus came alive. Without Mary knowing a man. Behold thy handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word. The angel departed. When you respond to a prophetic word with faith, you have committed God to make it happen. God speaks according to what he can do and will do as we believe. How does faith facilitate fulfillment of prophecies? Faith strengthens believers to see prophecies fulfilled. Through faith, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. Hebrews 11.11 11. Whichever will happen. And the Lord visited Sarah as he has said. And the Lord did on Sarah as he has spoken. For Sarah conceived and bear Abraham a son in her old age. At the set time of which God has spoken. The year 2024 is a set time for every winner to be launched supernaturally into realms of fortune. Yeah. That will mark the end of struggles. I said to mark the end of struggles. Yeah. That will mark the end of struggles. Yeah. That will mark the end of struggles. Yeah. Misfortune shall be out of the way. Yeah. It will not be found around you at all. Yeah. Set time. Set time. Set time. Nothing strengthens like faith. In the midst of battle. They was valiant in fight. They turned the armies of the aliens to flight. 
Nothing strengthens for the battle like faith. Hebrews 11. They quench the violence of the fire, escape the edge of the sword. <laughs> Out of weakness were made strong, wax valiant in fight, turn to flight. But faith. Faith never cows in the midst of battle. Strong faith always conquers. Always conquers. Always conquers. Subdues and suppresses all storms at will. It's time to move forward. It's time to take covenant responsibility to building our faith. So to see prophecy fulfilled, we must receive the prophetic word in our mind. <laughs> it's not all men can receive this saying unto whom, but them to whom it's given. We must receive it in our mind. The man that calls himself uh, calamity, Second Kings chapter 7, verse 1 and 2, his mind could not receive that prophetic word. It was too much for his mind. But as believers, we believe in the integrity of God and his word. So we allow his word to influence our thinking pattern. If God says so, God will do it. Be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind by the word of God. The, the word renews our mind and we begin to operate at another frequency beyond the mind of the world. Romans 12, 2. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. It was our warfare, they know cannot be the mighty through God to the pulling of strongholds. Casting down imaginations. Mm. And every high thing, scientific or otherwise, that exhausts everything in the knowledge of God and bring to captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. It's the real battle for your mind and my mind to be able to lay hold on the word and despise every other form or source of information. Praise God. No matter how terrible the economy of a nation, Every covenant child is to be exempted. Every covenant, every practicing covenant child, every practicing covenant child is ordained to be exempted without a scratch. Every practicing covenant businessman is ordained to be exempted without any human hand. So, there was famine in Egypt. Everything went sour. But Israel dwelt there. They went forward. They grew and multiplied exceedingly in the midst of the famine. People are offering themselves to be sold. Not all this one we are talking about. Genesis 47, 
verse 15 to 27. Clean exemption. The good news is that as you stay connected to God, you won't feel the heat of the day. Amen. I said, you will not feel the heat of the day. Amen. Your family will not feel the heat of the day. Amen. Your business will not feel the heat of the day. Amen. As you stay genuinely connected, genuinely connected. Sir, this church has never felt any economic pinch since inception, sir. Not by power, not by might. For three years have come and gone. We are still flowing in influence. All kinds of economic program, adjustment program, you know, review program. Work with God. It relates with us according to his riches in glory. Where the dust and the mouth cannot reach. Somebody saw this changing. It's your turn at last. I say, it's your turn at last. It's your turn at last. It's your turn at last. So let your faith come alive. It's your covenant life wire. It's the only way to secure God's hand on your life and my life. We must believe the prophetic word in our heart. Remember, faith is domiciled in the heart. For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. With the heart, man believes. You say to this man, be thou removed. And because you say, I shall not doubt in your heart. But shall believe that those things you see will come to pass. You shall have whatever you say. Mark eleven twenty three, Hebrews 4, 2. The word preached to us also preached to them. But did not profit them, nor be mixed with faith in them. In them, that had them. Next, we must work out our path to see prophecies fulfilled. There's always a path for us to play. If you get through that um, uh, prophetic, I mean, the epistle for the month, you'll find the path we must play to flow in the prophetic world that he has declared. There shall be shout of joy as long as we favor his righteous cause. Kingdom promotion lifestyle. Kingdom advancement driven lifestyle. We step into the realm of fearful favor, which we call fortune, as we begin to take pleasure, no coercion, no pressurizing, the things of the kingdom. Praise God. There's always one part to play. He said, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your own salvation. Don't wait, work it out. Work it out. All we need is to build strength into our faith in these heavily stormy days. Little faith can't stand the storms of life. Why are you so afraid, oh, you have little faith? Little faith can't stand the storms of life. It's time to take responsibility to build strength into our faith. If you faint in the day of trouble, 
then your strength is small. Proverbs 24, verse 10. We need faith to stem the storms of life. And it won't come upon us. We have to go for it. Paul the Great said in 2 King, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, he said, The cloak which I left with thee when I was there with you in uh, Carpus, when thou comest bring with thee, and the books, but especially my notes. Especially my notes. I mean, if you check these two materials that just came out, volume one and volume two, Treasures of Life, they are direct from my diaries, handwritten, handwritten, handwritten. We just completed a special uh, MIS Pastors Forum, and I was showing them those diaries, 1991, 1992, that are written. That is lion's bread. Lion's bread. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What is it? <laughs> you better say to that. Can I tell you my value for knowledge? Years ago, I came back from a trip, and my wife asked me, what did you bring? I said, come and see. So I took her to my library. We have always maintained a library in my house. We have always. Nobody can sleep there. You better sleep on top of each other. Somewhere else, but not in that room. So open the first books, second books. Say what I said, that's all this. I said, if I can comprehend the contents of these books, it can make me a manufacturer of the things I have bought. Is it not already today? You better go for no lesser. He said, write down prosperity and imagine because of truth and righteousness and meekness. And the right hand shall teach the deep things. So let's go for those deep things. Learn from those who know. There are many who know better than they do, so I learn from them. Except for preparing for meetings, I hardly read my books. There are those who teach me. So say to them, sir, if you know a little of what I'm privileged to know by learning, not by wishing, things will change. Amen. One of my sons went in with breaking financial hardship and shut off for seven days. He's working in fortune today. He's working in fortune today, sir. He's working in fortune today. Some have, have it all. They have even bought for people, but they have not read it. They have distributed it all over the places. I went for three days. It silenced the noise of lack forever. Two books and my Bible. The Law of Prosperity by Copeland and God's Will Prosperity by Gloria Copeland and my Bible and in prayer and in searching and in fasting. It's labor. Imagine I didn't do that. I'm now doing like other people around the world, going from house to house. In fact, you won't be here. I thank God I come to your house how many times? <laughs> you look for somewhere else to go. <laughs> but I'm too glad I've never branched in anybody's house. In all my years in ministry, that can you please assist? No man has had me discuss a need. My needs are met. By light. By light. You can be the one publishing the book, you know, printing it. 
and nothing will happen because it doesn't come on you by printing. It comes on you by learning. All the ones I knew that I've worked with, they were learners to their end. Like T.L. Osborne, like Kenneth Higgins. Every learner stood the end. Last time I was in Kenneth Higgins' office, he was reading How Faith Works by T.L. Osborne. He's reading How Faith Works. Eh? <laughs> Not that they didn't, he's reading it to grab things from it. And then somebody sit down there and now he has not read one thing in his life and he wants it to happen. Some are having Christ in their home. They have never read one book on family like one. One. I read eight. Eight books before I got married. People just rush into things without finding out what it is. And somebody said, you know why the church is going? They plant, they bury cow. Go and buy cow. <laughs> now it's a brand new day for you. Yeah. The good news is, this year will be the beginning of years for you. Yeah. And that's in all areas of life. In the name of Jesus. Can I have you say with me, Bible faith is real. Bible faith is tangible. Bible faith never lacks proofs. I must commit to building my faith through learning from those who know and from the word of God. So anything I say to you in this church that you cannot find rooted in the Bible, trash it. Trash it. There is no revelation that will beat the Bible. No. <laughs> no. No revelation will run kind of the Bible and deliver. No. 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 It's all over to us. You can't walk in the realm of faith that I walk in and not command the kind of thing I command. I walk in the steps of Copeland. I'm commanding the same thing by grace. I'm still growing. You get to a point where there's nothing God says that is difficult for you to believe. You are connected with light from the world, from those who have encountered the world and approved it. So it, it establishes your faith. As the Lord lives, your days of struggles are declared over. Yeah. 2 Corinthians 2 and verse 14. The word says, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus, and makes known by us the sweetness of his knowledge in every place. Light is sweet. Light is sweet. The savour of his knowledge in every place. The savour of his knowledge in every place. The savour. It's only by light that we rule the world of darkness. And when light comes, faith comes along. Nobody does what he can see. 
So revelation is the birthplace of faith. That's the labor room of faith. So we're reading, we're studying to come into realms of revelation so faith can come alive. Thank you, Jesus. It took God six days to build the world. He won't need two months to build this house. Come and say light. Light. And then nobody has just crumbled. Thank you, Jesus. Thank 